small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to season four, episode one of A Village in Crisis. Season four, I hear you ask. Does that mean that Neil has finally ditched Lee and found someone competent to co-host with? Sadly not. Hello, Lee. How are you? Hello, Neil. Thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> Lee, would you like to tell the listeners what makes season four different from season three? Uh, yeah, we're going to discuss whether I should have a hair transplant or not. Well, 100% if you can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought be... maybe we would go to Turkey and we would get a two for one deal because you are looking a bit thin on top as well. Very thin. Like, you see, I've got like proper Dracula. Mm, yeah. Right. The only difference is, is that my, I wouldn't, I'd say mine isn't as hasn't receded as much as yours no we're we're not yeah, a million miles apart to shave mine and i think there's gray. a bit of dignity about you know how i look but where you look sort of like you're holding on to what you've got like a comb i'm not scared to lose mine but you are mm. you but with you... a shaved head would be funny yeah and not funny ha ha <laughs> not for you but for us <laughs> <laughs> people would think oh he looks funny yeah uh no okay uh to answer your original question we are ditching the bonus episodes well no we're ditching. not no we're not ditching we're gonna do they're gonna be bonus for real they're gonna be bonuses in a way that isn't a drain on our energy it's not a burden that we have to bear. It's going to be something that we look forward to sharing. It's going to be a bonus for you and for us. Yeah. Is it a bonus if you get it every week? Like Then it's just routine. Like EastEnders, I don't know how many times on a week, but they don't call one of them a bonus episode, do they? If they chucked one no. in on a Saturday, that's a bonus episode. Mm. Yeah. It's like other things that you might get at home. If you got it all the time, then it wouldn't be a bonus, would it? It would just be really pleasant. Yeah, but as it is, it's always a bonus. I'd like to think of it as a, a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those of you that were paying attention during the last episode may recall that Lee wanted to record this episode a bit later than we usually would so that he could tell us about his exciting Christmas market he was attending as a stallholder. Uh, Lee? What you got to tell us about the Christmas market? Um, people will buy any old shit, but not my old shit. Uh-huh. Um, no, it was a bit of a mixed uh, event, really. First Christmas market I've ever done. Olive oil, is it a Christmassy thing? I'm getting the feeling the answer's no. No, I think um, I could have told you that before the Christmas market. Yeah. Now, well, you live and learn, and I've not wasted my time. I've uh, educated my – I've got a platform of education to rebound off for uh, next right. week or this weekend's coming Christmas markets. 
cured meats, sausages, salamis. Uh, we've taken in a new Spanish supplier. Big yeah. shout out to Salamantinos here in Stockholm. Um, <laughs> we dined on four guar and on champagne on uh, Saturday evening. My dined wife, four guar. What would you say? What? Who? What? 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 Not four. What? What the actual fuck? <laughs> say that again. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm you're correcting me with something that's so wrong. Go on. Well, no, how do you say it? No, no. Four guar. Four, four, you're saying? Four guar. Four. Four guar. Go on, say it. Say the whole thing. Why? Say it properly. Just say, like, we had duck liver pate. What's the actual name for duck liver pate? Wagra. Wagra. Fuck off. Fogwa. I've heard enough people say Fogwa to know in my lifetime. That what you're doing now is overcomplicating something. Okay. I've heard it said enough to know that you're saying it wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> Just because you've been watching reruns of uh, Jamie Oliver's Christmas specials. I don't watch much Jamie Oliver's stuff. No. I think he's a bit of a fat tongue yeah, bellend. Gordon Ramsay. Have you seen Gordon Ramsay's Instagram account, Ramsay Reacts? No. I stumbled upon it yesterday. Utter bollocks. <laughs> Utter dog shit. Yeah, he's got like 200,000 followers already. What a fuck. Somebody, somebody uh, puts up a video yeah. of them making some dish, and he, as it says, reacts to their video. So there was a woman taking a burrata and putting it inside a hollowed-out avocado Okay, Rolling sorry, hold on. I don't know what a burrata is. It's a Italian uh, cheese. Okay. A lot like a mozzarella. And then they rolled it, in, put it in the avocado, closed the avocado up, rolled it in breadcrumbs after pasting it with eggs. Yeah. And then deep fat frying it. Which, and the avocado was the size of a rugby ball, right? <laughs> I've never seen avocados so big in my life. But it was just typical Ramsey guy. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Oh, the Italians would be fucking rolling over their grave. They could see this. Oh, that's just going to spew. Oh, you're going to need to stand back when you open that up. Oh. And then, and then, every, and I just clicked on another video. It was the same nonsense. So what's the point? Gordon Ramsay's milking his brand, isn't he? Right. Yeah, I suppose he's getting some money out of it. Oh, I yeah. thought you were going to tell me about the Christmas market because you messaged, you sent me a photo while you were there, and yeah, someone well, some someone walked past with a cat in a pushchair. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> but what is a bit of a I couldn't believe it. But firstly, the a, a woman walked past with a cat in a baby Bjorn. You know what, what? A baby Bjorn is? Yeah, like the the carrier that you put the on your chest. Carrier that you have on your chest. Yeah. So they had a cat in a baby Bjorn, and I. I was absolutely freezing. It was about minus nine on Saturday. <laughs> um, and I couldn't get my telephone out of my pocket to take a picture. Right. Right. And I was running a stall anyway. And I thought, I'll tell Neil about that, but it doesn't really have any like punch to it. 
and then about two hours later and i'm not even it was an old-fashioned you saw the picture it's an old-fashioned yeah. pram and they had a cat in there and i ran around i just left the store ran over just stood in front of me no shame at all i just took the picture of them <laughs> i just took but, the picture of them and i just went back and i sent it and went you won't believe this sometimes I think it's better sometimes just to be really blatant with the photo because, you know, it's worth, you know, when you're trying to take a sneaky photo of someone and they yeah. proper eyeball you, <laughs> you think, well, I'm yeah. fucking going to take it anyway, but they know they've been caught. Yeah. At least this way. I mean, I guess I, I could have just turned around and said, listen, you might have heard of me, but we, we run a semi successful podcast and we, we did an episode about cats and people walking them and this is another level i'm just going to take a picture of you yeah i mean it would have been hilarious if i could have got them pose, posing for it it looks like a right mangy fucking cat as well i oh, know it does in that but it looks like a proper little pedigree job when oh it's really up live yeah 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 well, i told my wife she because we're in a quite a posh area of stockholm yeah called Terby and she said oh only in Terby like that <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like the norm I've, I've got something to tell you that I think you like mm. um you know I, I told you I was buying a, a car a little run around Fiesta yeah yeah um I went to make the transaction first of all he had it in auto trader for 1190 quid yeah. um but a very short MOT so I got in touch with him and said get that MOT for 12 months and I'll take it because it turns out the price of used cars is mental. So to get a car for that cheap, I was quite happy with. So that put the the price. He said, oh, well, I'll do that, but I'm going to pass the cost on to you. Um, so I'll call it 1250 with 12 months MOT. I said, you know what? I'm happy with that. Get it done. 12 months MOT, three months warranty. Got a car for 1250 quid. Went to meet this bloke in, in the car park. Um, where he was selling the car from, so proper wheeler dealer. Um, mm-hmm. Just I just drove it around the car park, all worked fine. Um, and then we got into another car that he had there um, that was already warm to do the transaction. So he went on and this changed. Sounds really cosy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, step into my other car, the warm yeah, one. Nice warm uh, car. And then the fucking locks just go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trapped you're my wife now um yeah so he he got on to the dvla changed the ownership to me yeah. um i uh got it insured um haven't paid by this point so Ooh. i've got it insured and ownership has changed um he went on to do the warranty and he's got this like third party warranty company that he always puts it through, put the details in, turned around to me and went, shit, it's older than 18 years old. They won't. They won't do the warranty because it's older than 18 years. I was like, oh, right. I said, well, what are you going to do then? He's like, oh, well, it has got the 12 months MOT anyway. So, you know, the warranty, yeah, yeah it's only three months. It's not the end of the world i said ah, okay i said i'll tell you what then i'll give you 900 <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh no i can't i can't do that i said i said well the 
you off, you offered it as 12 months MOT and three months warranty for 1250. Now it's got no warranty. I'll give you 900. It's like, I can't, I'll, I'll make a loss on this vehicle and wait for it. Mm. I said, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's no top in that. No. No top in that. That sounds like a you problem. Silent. As you just went dead silent on him after saying it. Yeah. Well, how did he respond and how long did it take him to respond? Um, well, then he said he phoned the company, he said, oh, let me phone and let me phone them. And they offered him, they said, oh, we can put it through as a classic car um, and have a classic car warranty. My Fiesta Finesse is now a classic. Um, <laughs> but that was going to cost 260 quid. And he's like, it's 260 quid for the warranty. And I said, well, if you're happy to take the hit, then go for it. He's like, oh, no, no I, can't, I can't do it. And I said, look, as it stands. I've got the keys in my pocket. I own the car and I'm insured on it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't want to screw the bloke up. Anyway, long story short, I got 150 quid off it, which is probably about right with no warranty. But it was just the um, just the opportunity when it arose to say that sounds like a you problem. I thought I've got to go for this. We've made a commitment whenever we get the chance. You're right. I mean, that, that's a good story. And it's an inspirational story. I think everybody should take um, their cue from you there and use that sounds like a you problem as much as possible. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's almost like a, a societal a societal obligation to put yeah. the to stop people putting their problems on other people. Yeah. So yeah, just, this guy. Of, just take a step back, put a little barrier up saying, hang on, that that really isn't for me to deal with. That is a you problem. <laughs> Once you've dealt with it, we can move forward. Yeah. There's too much of this like uh, burdening of people unnecessarily. Yeah, a problem shared is a problem doubled and all that. Keep it to your fucking self. As it stands, you've transferred ownership of this car to me. I've just got insured on it and I've got the keys. Yeah, because what what's happened there is if you hadn't done that, the, the, you're sitting there going, I own this car, it's insured. Like, it, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the warmth of your cosy Peugeot, mate. Or uh, Rover or whatever it was you were sitting in, the, in with him. But if you if you hadn't transferred ownership and you hadn't got insured on it, you're you've gone all the way out there. Yeah, and you've made an effort, and it's a ball like, and it's like, oh, I just want it done. Yeah, I've got no negotiating power. No. I think it's a lesson learned for him. Get things done in the right order. Warranty first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sort the warranty out. Two hundred and sixty quid warranty on a on a classic Fiesta Finesse. Yeah. But your Fiesta Finesse is bright red. It's yeah. shocking. Ferrari red, I'd like to say. I I usually enjoy the fact that you don't care about those sort of things. Yeah. You've got a car that works and at a price you're happy with. You can give a toss about the colour. It no. could have been like lime green and you would have gone for it if you could have got an extra fifty. I would have paid more for it if it'd been lime green. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a lime green car, I called it the flying bogey. 
Uh, lovely. Um, but yeah, on this occasion, I don't know. I think I would have steered clear of that colour. But you know, you're a Liverpool fan as well, aren't you? So yeah, a deal's a deal. Um, you might recall at the end of the last bonus episode, I told you about a post on the Village page that had me concerned a little bit, yeah. and I said we could get onto it on here. Do you want to hear it? I do. Yeah, I do. It's from it's from Gary Goody Two Shoes. Dear people of the village, I'd just like to take a moment to discuss a matter for quiet and reflective contemplation. In my humble opinion, this group should be used for helpful information and not the airing of people's frustrations with the village and wider area. Closed roads, lost children, accidents, lost property, upcoming events, opening times, closing times, new businesses and positive news, etc. are all valuable and helpful information. Historically, airing dirty laundry would be done in a circle of friends or family. However, the invention of social media has opened up a wider audience for people to express their opinion too. We all have our opinions, most of which we should keep to ourselves. I accept people do enjoy the notion of freedom of speech. Perhaps going forward, if someone has an axe to grind or they're frustrated with something, they should think about posting it on their own Facebook profile. This post is not aimed at anyone and I'm not doing this for likes or replies, Bullshit. I wish everyone a lovely weekend and let's all try and be a little kinder to each other. Well, the first thing that strikes me there is that um, this guy's a tosser. (laughs) (laughs) And he's doing exactly what he's telling other people not to do. Yeah, this is an eloquent complaint. Yeah, exactly. It's a dog shit rolled in glitter is what it is yeah yeah if, if you if you like get this down to the bones it's saying can everyone stop fucking complaining about shit on here yeah that's basically exactly what it is if everybody wrote as politely as him we wouldn't have a podcast no but <laughs> that's, and that's a major more, we have a much more complicated podcast yeah uh, but yeah, like like we've both alluded to here now, he's just wrapped this up in a different way to say the same things as other people do, uh, but yet come across as some nice, polite. Uh, I don't know. The guy's just a wanker. <laughs> it got 162 likes. Oh fuck off! Now that just says it all, right? Because if he turned around and actually said. Hey, this isn't a, a platform for people to wear their dirty laundry. I don't want to hear about your problems. Like, if it's about a crossing that's being taken away or, you know, people speeding and the safety of children, fine. But otherwise, keep your mouth shut. I've got better things to listen to. Don't give me no crap about freedom of speech either, you twats. No likes. Yeah. But... Oh, hello, I know this is a notion of freedom of speech. And I just love to say have a great weekend, everybody. 162 <laughs> likes. Yeah. Fuck Unbelievable. Off. Loads of people commented to say here, here, totally agree, all that shit. I'll read you the odd comment I liked because I've got another thread I want to go to on to afterwards. So yeah. the first one I liked was William Windy uh, because he's actually raised a good point in this um Said so the proof is the truth is people are interested in what you think about it. Sorry, the truth is if people are interested in what you think about a subject, they'll ask for it. Opinions are like breaking wind. 
I like mine, but don't have the desire to hear anyone else's. And that just got me thinking about, you know, when you've got like rotten guts, like absolute stinkers, you're just pumping them out. They're coming out hot farts. And yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you're lapping up that smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then someone comes in like you haven't done it for a while, but you've gone through a little phase of pumping them out and like wallowing in it, kind of rolling in the cloud. thinking, Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then someone else comes in. Well, it could be an hour later. Like, what the fuck has happened in here? <laughs> If only you knew. Remember <laughs> our journey back from Wales? <laughs> yeah, that was fucking brilliant. We were sat in the back of the car with a third party. Uh, we had a driver and a front front seat passenger. And we'd been on it for the whole weekend. And some pretty horrible, stodgy food as well in Wales. Yeah. A lot of good going on there, was there? Um, yeah, and we were letting out little squeakers. It was silent as well. There was no, and it was just, we were just absolutely wetting ourselves. With that hilarity. was the beauty of it. It was the silence of them that was the absolute beauty of it, wasn't it? Because <laughs> you, you just, you'd, you'd float it out there and wait. <laughs> <laughs> On that occasion, we were of kindred spirits because we were equally disgusted, but the hilarity of, the, <laughs> of how disgusting it was just sort of, uh, combined our joy yeah in a way that, yeah i mean the other three were just hor- horrified and it was yeah. freezing they kept opening a window and i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> shut the window i won't do anymore <laughs> i was getting this proper draft coming i'm doing 120 mile an hour or something <laughs> just get out of north wales never coming back um yeah don't go to north wales by the way gary grudge comes in it would be pretty boring without dust-ups, debate, opinions and gripes that can all be done without actually being rude to one another. So he likes a bit of a, he likes a bit of a dust-up. So well done, Gary. Um, Belinda Boring comes in. Good idea. There are often things coming up in other towns, villages, which people may be interested in. For instance, there's a maker's market in Bury St Edmunds tomorrow. And if you have nothing to do, this might be good to see. Hmm. It's 40 minutes away. <laughs> well, I don't think 40 minutes is far, is it? What's a maker's market? Uh, I presume it's where people make their own stuff that they sell. Right. Like, I wouldn't be invited to the maker's market because no. I don't make anything. I just okay. buy stuff and then sell it on a, a massive profit. Um. Yeah, and there's loads of other shit in there, but Frank Funny is my favourite. I like seeing people argue about little things. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. That's the one. That's the one I want to hang around with. It's true though. I mean, yeah, listening to people argue about small shit is funny. Yeah. Although. I do find like when people argue, like when grown up people bicker, like friends of ours, we've like we've got a group of say ten mates from uni. Yeah. And there's a couple in there that have known each other longer than their time at uni. 
and they bicker like fucking old married couple. Yeah, and fall out. When was the last time you fell out with them? Oh, you, you've got it in you actually for fall out, haven't you? I don't think so, no. Mm. When have I fallen out of any of my mates? I don't know. Like I think you've fallen out with people, haven't you? I wouldn't say I've fallen out of any of the uni boys. No, not uni boys, like just people in general. You, you drove uh, one of our mates out of the uni group. No, I didn't. Mm. You made him feel pretty unwelcome in your home. That is not um, true. Dunno, everyone turned on him pretty fast. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the fucking ringleader. I what the fuck sat there in the corner just like nodding away, smiling, thinking, oh, I'm gonna let someone else take this and everyone yeah. jumped on yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rewriting history. <laughs> not a chance. But no, you I mean I'm only defending myself in a way that because you said that I I've got the ability to fall out with people. I've got the ability to fall out with people. I value my friendships. I've got many of them. <laughs> there's, been a, <laughs> there's been a bit of cat activity in the village this week, Lee. A bit of what? Cat activity. Cat. 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 Okay. No. 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 So cat activity. And some strange coincidences. Uh, the first post was on the 25th of November. Missing cat. Our cat just escaped the carrier at the vets and went off toward Blank Street just now. Her name is Lottie. She's very scared. Please let us know if you see her. Thank you. There's a street in the village called Blank Street. <laughs> yeah, every street in this village is called Blank Street. Oh, you mean straight yeah like that <laughs> that kind of is that a clown noise or did it sound like a goose being it sounded strangled? like how you would have an orgasm <laughs> when I, and that's you personally not like the collective <laughs> you or people just how you would have <laughs> <laughs> there were 50 comments like a cat <laughs> It's all about a cat. <laughs> yeah, 50, 50 comments on this, largely well wishes, uh, but also a couple of bits of advice about finding a lost cat that I, I thought you'd like. Uh, um, so here's the first one. Not sure how far you live from the vets, but if you put her bedding, food and litter tray in some of your clothing outside your house, hopefully she'll find her way home. If she's frightened, she'll probably hide until it's dark. The best time to go looking. Good luck. So that's quite sensible, isn't it? Put a bedding, food and litter tray outside your house and then she might find it. Then someone else comes in with another bit of advice. If you live a mile away, I'll imagine she'll make it home, probably overnight when it's quieter and she's calmed down enough to get her bearings. Hoover your lounge and scatter the contents in your garden so the scent drifts. That can't bad, be, shall. It can't be fucking true, can it? They're scent-based animals, aren't they? Hoover your lounge. Yeah, well, that's where the cat spends most of its time, I'd imagine. Like just lying around on the sofa and whatnot. Put the sofa outside. Or you could just hoover it, probably easier. Yeah, I just thought that was a bit bit much. Anyway, two days later, there's another post. Mm -hmm. 
please keep an eye out in the village area for our beloved little Lottie. She went missing today and hasn't come back, which is unheard of. We're desperate to find out her whereabouts. If she's been hit or been in an accident, we'd like to know to put our minds at rest. If she's been found by anyone who isn't sure where she's from, please do call or message me directly. If she's been taken, I want it shared so so she can't get far. There are a few accompanying pictures to this message today. And it's a fucking dog. Why did she say cat then? No, no, this is a different post. Two days later, a dog called Lottie's gone missing. What was the first one called? Lottie. Lottie the cat. Same person. Different person. Two days ago. Because straight away when you read now, it said it has gone missing today. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So Lottie's what? gone missing and it's a dog. Yeah. So what are the chances of that? Same village, two days apart, a dog and a cat called Lottie go missing. Well, Neil, stranger things have happened. But yeah, the, that is a coincidence, I guess. It's like a Disney film. Is it? Yeah, like you can just imagine them tootling along, can't you? Lottie and Lottie. Oh, your name's Lottie as well, is it? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how come you're a boy? I'm a boy dog and my name's Lottie. <laughs> well, I identify as a, a boy dog now. <laughs> Two days later, there's another message. Update. Lottie has been found. Which Lottie Which... do you think it is? Um... God, I, the cat. It's the dog. Oh. Which means that Lottie the cat is still missing. And I, I've got to tell you, Lee, I'm fully invested in the rescue mission for this cat. There's been so many posts and pictures of it on Facebook. And then I got a leaflet about it through the door yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I even went out to, to check my shed for it. I thought, what fucking hero I'd be if I found this cat. In your shed, I'd yeah. say suspicion, the finger of suspicion would be pointed at you. What if I'd gone to the shed and found it frozen to death? And hung up. <laughs> You'd have to have a serious conversation with your kids, wouldn't you? Yeah. Now listen, no one's in trouble. Just want to know how the cat got there. I want to know how that frozen, strung-up cat got in our shed. I promise you uh, won't have to go to see a doctor. There's been loads of posts on it, though. And, and again, most people saying, oh, you know, people are going out looking. The search party's out for this cat. Um, and it's been, I suppose it's highlighted a rare positivity of the group that Gary Goody Two-Shoes would like. You know, people coming together in a common interest, but but some of the comments have made me laugh. Do you want to hear want to hear them? Of course I do. Is it worth contacting Cambridge News to run an article? No. No. But get in touch. You're getting in touch with the newspaper to let them know about a missing cat. Oh, I don't know. Someone else responds. Maybe Radio Cambridge, as it would be a quicker response. I, I guess, like, what you got to do when you, you have a cat, I suppose, is, I mean, it's a bit different with a dog, but 
the cat goes missing, the cat's gone missing, right? It's just fucked off. It happens sometimes, right? Yeah. I mean, how did it get out? They went, they took it to the vet. Yeah, it got out of its carrier. No one's, no one's picking them up on this and going, the fuck. <sighs> I wonder as well, though, right? Like, if you're walking, you've taken your cat to to the vets. Yeah. You're walking out of the vets with the cat in the cat carrier. Yeah. It's got out. I don't know how. They've not secured the front panel, Mm. the cage part properly, and it's run off. Uh, You've got to say to yourself, like, I know I've had a cat before, right? My nan had a cat. If it got out, you'd be able to call it over and it would come over to you. That's how my cats would have responded. Right. This cat's gone, fuck you. <laughs> I ain't getting back in that cage. I ain't no. going back home with you. It's happy. Let's discuss the fact that the cat doesn't want to be found. Well, you're not finding a cat that doesn't want to be found, are you? No, and that's my point. And I think that someone should raise that point and say, you're not finding a cat that don't want to be found. There's probably a reason why the cat ran away. The owners. <laughs> Put it back on them. Yeah. Like everyone's wasting their time trying to find a a happy cat. A happy cat. Um, Another bit of advice. An unhappy cat. Another bit of advice. Mm. I know this may be a long shot, but if you play kitten sounds, cats come running to the sound. Could you play a clip from YouTube of kittens just to see which cats come out? I'm fucking tempted to do that. I'm tempted to get a backpack and strap a speaker to it and just start walking through the streets playing kitten sounds. Firstly, to come across as an absolute nut job, yeah. but also just to be the Pied Piper of the village. Yeah. Instead of rats, you've got cats. <laughs> just walking along with a boombox with kitten sounds coming out. If that okay. actually worked, that would be a daily activity of mine. Yeah. I'd swap out the gym for an hour's <laughs> worth of just cat marching. Cat herding. cat herding. How much fun would that be? Yeah. Just stroll it. You'd have to dress really eccentrically as well, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Like sort of. Um, like a like court dress. Like the Mad Hatter from. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 With a big top hat, all battered. Maybe like sort of Fagan, like a colourful Fagan look. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, I've got to try that and see how many cats... If you could walk around... But what's great is you do it for an hour, you lead them all somewhere, then just turn it off. <laughs> all these cats are there. Like, no, just the take them somewhere and then just change the bark, uh, uh, the, the meowing to barking. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> <have them> scratter. <laughs> um, and then a, a post that I know will annoy me, uh, annoy you as much as it annoyed me. Um, please don't apologise for continuing to post. My cats have their paws together for you. I know how you must be feeling, having lost my previous cat once, but I did find her thanks to leaflet in the street. And then she's got she's used this as an excuse to put up a picture of her two cats. I mean, what a knobhead. I mean, what she's doing is going, you haven't got a cat. Yeah. Here's a picture of my two. Here's my two inside. Smug bitch. Yeah. Unbelievable. People will manipulate. Together. Yeah. Makes me sick. Yeah, absolutely. Makes me genuinely sick. 
I'm going to try and put my myself inside the mind of a person that would write that. I don't believe that they want happiness for the other person. No. Do you think they're like a grief tourist? Yeah, no, I think there are a lot more. Do you know what? Right. I think it's a lot more uncommon for people to be like us and openly wear our uh, bitterness and displeasure (laughs) and disdain (laughs) and disdain and, and sort of uncomfortability around the positivity and positiveness of of other people i just think we're i just think that we express what the majority of people feel inside or am i off the mark here are are we the outliers or am i the outlier are you sitting there going well lee actually i'm not like that at all no i am like that i think we might be the outlier i don't know honestly i don't know i think that there people take a genuine like a ple- there's a pleasure in other people's misfortune because it makes them feel good but difference is we can articulate that and own it whereas other people feel like the social norms suggest or suggest strongly suggest that's not the way to behave yeah <laughs> um, um something else yeah. i wanted to bring up with you while mm. we're talking cats and dogs you know in the summer People are saying, don't walk your dog. You go out barefoot and see if you fucking like it. Meh, meh, meh. I know what you're it's minus, say. It's minus three. Yeah. Everyone's out with their dogs barefoot. You go out fucking barefoot and see how you like it. I'll tell you what. I, I was, It almost felt as if I was barefoot on the weekend. <laughs> I've got these massive pair of like polar boots. They're made by Sorrel. They, they've got an, a separate lining on the inside and there's like a two inch thick uh base to them right i had on a sock liner a thick smart wool uh uh sock and then on top of that i had a double thick icebreaker sock right and i put these boots on as well and i stood still and i was my feet felt like two blocks of ice right it's minus nine outside and i thought how is this possible is my circulation so bad yeah. And then I looked around and I was such an amateur. Everybody else had brought with them at the minimum a, a cardboard box that they'd flattened so they could stand on. Oh. So they weren't standing directly on the cold. The smarter ones had like sheepskins that they were stood on. Clever. And I'm stood on ice, basically. And eventually that will permeate the the layers that you've put on. Shoes so and if you're a barefooted bare pawed dog how's that feeling i can imagine it's agony and also i witnessed people walking their dogs and some of them were were shaking uncontrollably they were so cold what the dogs or the people yeah yeah exactly where are all these people where are all these hot weather yeah scaredy cats when it gets cold they're out walking their dog yeah no, you're right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, yeah, they've got fur, but I ain't going to do the job, is it? No. Not and I've got one other, um, one other thing to tell you before we wrap mm-hmm. up. Um, on. One of our listeners tagged us in a tweet this morning. Yeah. There is a Twitter account called Morbid Knowledge morbidful it's called at morbidful it's got 1.4 million followers 
Okay. Right. Yeah. They put on 17 hours ago a post that said in 2019, a teenager was left with her jaw attached by just a centimetre of skin after a horror horse riding accident. Emily Eccles suffered one of the worst facial injuries her doctors had ever seen outside a war zone after an exhaust popping on a car spooked her horse. This is the fucking story that we looked at on this episode. Yeah. Unbelievable. Have we been tagged, did you say, on this? Well, one of our listeners had seen this and then tagged us. So I'd just like to say thank you to at Jack of Frosty for bringing it to my attention. So I've gone on to that thread and put the links to that episode, horsing around. Well, this is exciting. Will anyone I remember click on that, that link? Well, it's 1.4 million. We just need... One million of those, 1.4. Yeah. And we're famous. Yeah, that's true. I I really look forward to the day that this all clicks into place and people go, this these guys. And it and it all just like falls into place and we got people calling up saying, Oh, we really want you, like, you know, blah. I'm not going to be in a hurry to say yes to a certain production company either. I just want to put that out there right now. Yeah. No, it won't be the first person that comes knocking because I have full confidence in my own and our collective abilities. So when the first person comes knocking, I'm just going to I'm going to turn them away so that the industry knows that we're serious. OK, I'll keep That's speaking really... to them on the side just in case it's our only option. <sighs> OK, <laughs> kind of un, kind of undermines all the bravado that I provide. Yeah, I know, but well, let's cross that bridge when we come to it, Lee. We're approaching that bridge quite quickly. We are approaching that bridge quickly. I want to go on Celebrity Mastermind. Oh, yeah, what would be your specialist subject? Liverpool Football Club, 88 to 93. <laughs> <laughs> what about Liverpool There's a lot to Football learn, actually. 2023. The season of. Yeah. And then you just go just full knowledge on that one season. Yeah. There was a uh, a guy on there that had did a mastermind and his specialist subject was Tottenham Hotspur between certain dates. And I got f- quite a few of the questions right. But some of the questions they asked just are, are absolutely out of the ordinary. Yeah. You've really got to keep it a narrow area, haven't you? Yeah. Like if I did 88 to 93, I'm stuffed. That's five years. That's a long time. Yeah, it's five years. And it's it's not just like who scored the winning goal. No. It's like uh, who replaced Keith Crombushy as the kit manager in 89, April that year, and only lasted three months because... He brought the wrong gloves for the goalkeeper. You know, and you're like... Oh. It was Barry O'Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> Barry O'Rourke is one of the greatest kit managers of all time. Yeah. And those who know, know what we're talking about. Look it up. Barry O'Rourke, kit manager. Absolute legend. Absolute uh, legend. Right, on that note, uh, until next time. So, 
we'll see how we get on this week. So there might be a bonus episode. There might not be a bonus episode. Keep your eye out for it. I can tell you now, I won't have the time to do a bonus episode. No, me neither. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I like so keep there's no point in people think that there's, I haven't got the time. <laughs> well, don't you go back. If, why don't you go back? Because really, you must only half listen to this when you're listening. Why don't you go back and listen to an old episode and treat yourself? Pick a favourite. What's your favourite? Uh, I don't know. I like Chalk It Up. I thought that was funny with the burglar yeah. um, codes. I thought the one we did a couple of weeks ago was good. Um, I can't remember. It was like I totally lose track. Yeah, I do. We've done a lot. Sometimes I don't listen back to them because I just feel like I might get sort of self-critical to a yeah. point where I'm I'm controlling my behaviour. I I only listen back to them to edit. I don't listen to the whole thing. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was self-defence that was funny. Bad pussy. That was funny. Bad pussy was good, wasn't it? Yeah. I like the Dog one track. with the uh, Dog track I like good. I like the one with the um uh the one in Australia with the church and the poo. Oh shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So there you go. We've given you a few options. There won't be a bonus episode this week because we're too busy. Uh but there will be more action next Monday and you have Oh, you've got a whole back catalogue to listen to. Yeah. I would skip season one. It's absolute shit. Uh, I wasn't involved. And on that note, I'd just like to say thank you. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.